Our first scripture, Acts 10, verses 44 through 48. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter said, Can anyone withhold the water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? So he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they invited him to stay for several days. Our scripture reading continues in the first letter of John, chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey His commandments. For the love of God is this, that we obey His commandments. And His commandments are not burdensome, for whatever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with the water only, but with the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one that testifies, for the Spirit is truth. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Conquering the world sounds like a monumental task. And it sounds like something that would require force, that would require an army, and it would require making people do things they didn't want to do. And that's when we think about conquering the world the way that the world conquers. Thing is, is that conquering the world doesn't have to mean that we conquer it the way that the world works. Conquering the world can also mean that we rise above this world. That we rise above all of those things. That we rise above the power struggles. That we rise above oppressing others. That we rise above forcing others to do our will. When we talk about conquering the world by our faith, we don't mean oppressing the world. We mean overcoming it. See, the thing is that we often think about these things as huge monumental tasks, and then we go, well, I'm only one person. What can I do? And to that I would say, well, Jesus was one person. Paul was one person. Peter was one person. Our history is full of people who weren't sure they could do it on their own, but knew they weren't alone. Because if we go in God's love, then we go with God. We abide in God's love, we abide in Christ. And if we walk with Christ, then we are blessed by the Holy Spirit. And we are never alone. But to overcome the world means that there's a lot of things that we have to get past. Some of that includes things that have become seemingly even more of a challenge because modern society 
has given us so many wonderful things. It's given us the ability to communicate, that we can talk to people far away, that we can talk to people we may not get to talk to otherwise. That we can call them on the phone, we can chat with them online, that we can stay in touch with people that we might not otherwise be able to stay in touch with. But it also means that information gets passed around faster than ever before. That if something happens, it's on the news right away, and we can turn on the TV 24 hours a day, that we can turn on the radio, we can go online, we can get all of this news, we can get all these things and find out exactly what's happening in the world. We can also hear all the rumors. We can get all of the lies that are being passed around, often faster than the truth can spread. That we have so much information, sometimes it's near impossible to process what is true and what is not. And we get an overload that sometimes causes us just not to care anymore because we have so much to sift through, we just don't want to have to do it. thing is, is that we have to overcome. We have to overcome the urge to give up on trying to find the truth, because we know the truth, because the Spirit of God is the truth. That if the Spirit of God is there, then we can always discover the truth, and we can uphold it. And if the Spirit of God is there, and we know the truth, then we know when somebody is telling lies about somebody else. That we know when somebody is spreading a rumor to keep someone else down. It also means that we set ourselves free from the expectations this world has. This world expects us to buy into lies and to buy into rumors and to give credence to all those things that we hear that slander each other. To conquer the world, we rise above it in love. And so we have to rely on the Spirit for truth because we live in a world that is so quick to pass on a lie. But it also means that we have to step beyond our worldly expectations of what success means. Because success means that you're rich. Success means that you have influence over others, that you are doing well, and that you are prospering, and you are better. But what if success wasn't all of those things? What if success was being compassionate? What if success was loving as Christ loves? What if success was giving hope to the hopeless? It was feeding the hungry and clothing the naked without any regard for whether you got credit for it or not? And what if it meant opening doors that others have tried to close? We hear this from Peter. Peter is there with the Gentiles. He is there knowing that the circumcised believers would not feel it was good to baptize the Gentiles, to even eat with the Gentiles, because they don't follow all of the dietary restrictions. They have not been given the physical Markings to say that they are part of the group. A door has been closed to them. 
But Peter sees something that the others don't. Peter realizes that they have been setting rules for themselves. Earthly rules. And the Spirit steps in and reminds him that those rules are his earthly ones. Because the Spirit descends on those Gentiles. Those people that shouldn't have anything to do with the Spirit have suddenly been blessed by the Spirit. And Peter realizes that man has closed a door that God is willing to open. And he says, how can we not baptize these fellow believers in Christ? How can we not invite them in if the Spirit has chosen them Who are we to reject them? If God has chosen them, who are we to say, you are not welcome at our table? Peter conquered his fears by following the Spirit, by living God's truest commandment. Love your neighbor as you love yourself and love God with all that you are. There were plenty of rules that Peter could have followed and said, no, sorry, you're not allowed. There are plenty of influences the world had over him that would have made him say, look, I'm going to lose standing with all these people. They're going to think I am not as good because I'm associating myself with people who are unworthy. But Peter conquers the world because he lets go of those expectations. He lets go of those earthly requirements and he relies solely on God to show him what he should be doing. And so he loves. And he invites these nobodies in. Too often, we get hung up on rules that we have caught up to the point that we are willing to ignore God in order to keep our earthly rules that we are more willing to hear the voice of men and follow it than we are to follow the spirit where it leads us too often we are so attached to this world we are afraid to break free from its rules that Christ showed us again and again. He had no need for the things in this earth that would keep us down. He touched the people he wasn't supposed to touch. He healed the people he wasn't supposed to heal. He did it on the days he wasn't supposed to do it. And he said the things that nobody was supposed to say to people who weren't supposed to hear it. Because he loved quite simply because he loved all people, that he couldn't withhold anything from them because he loved them. And Christ loves us to the point that he was willing to die on a cross for our sins. He loves us to the point that he was willing to suffer on our behalf. He loves us to the point that he will always forgive us and invite us back to his table. And he opens that up 
to all his children. It is by faith that we conquer the world by separating ourselves from it. Because the things of this world that we have to fear are nothing compared to the blessings that God has given us. We have no need to fear sins of this world because Christ has set us free from sin. We have no need to fear death in this life because Christ has set us free from death and given us life everlasting. We have been given a gift so great that we can't even begin to imagine a little part of it. And it was done through love. Christ did not conquer death through force. He conquered death through love. He did not conquer sin through force. He conquered sin through love. We can conquer the world. Even if it is just a person at a time. Realize that they are loved and they do not need to fear what this world has to offer because there is something so much greater for them. Every time we shine a light in the darkness, we are conquering the world. Every time that we love instead of hate, we are conquering the world. Every time that we invite people in, instead of shutting them out, we are conquering the world through faith and love. By a spirit that gives us truth. For a God whose steadfast love endures forever. Through a Savior who invites all to come and share. That as we join in Holy Communion today, find all of us. This table has never been closed to anybody. There has never been anyone that we could turn away because God will never turn anyone away from Himself. All those who repent earnestly, who seek God's help, will find it. All those who wish to be redeemed by the body and blood can find that redemption. That every time we come forward, we are washed clean once again and reminded that yes, we too are worthy of God's love. That we too are saved by His grace. That nothing, nothing can stand between us and the love of our Savior. By faith, we can conquer anything. By faith, we can overcome. By faith, we may live and never die. By faith, we may always be together. And by faith, we may make this world a better place till we conquer it wholly and completely. And we let God's will be done 
on this earth as it is in heaven. And we do so by loving, wholly and completely, with all that we have, the way that God loves each and every one of us. Because if He could conquer our hearts through love, then surely, surely we may conquer this world through His love as well. Amen.